This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings, welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your hosts, Jim and Tom. And Tom, we're heading to Britain by way of America as we mm-hmm. talk Guy Ritchie. We're going to enter his uh, his galaxy, his universe. Um, are you a Guy Ritchie fan? I don't think I've ever asked you this. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, I'm a Guy Ritchie fan. I thought we lost him when he was married to yeah. Madonna. Um, the worst movie I think he made... Oddly enough, is with Jason Stratham. I think uh, okay. Revolver. I don't think that was a good movie, and it was like Shambhala or whatever crazy religion Madonna yeah. is. Wasn't that a remake of of like a French film or something like that? Th- well, this one is. Yeah, I know he's done three remakes. I think it was Revolver. Yeah. This one, no, it was um, it was Swept Away, Aladdin, obviously, and then this yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, but you know, I'm glad he's back. I think. Uh, what's a, a gentleman was uh, his? I think I think it's his best of his new stuff for sure. But, for I sure, mean, it's up in the best movies he's ever made. Yeah, he um, he's kind of this may be a hot take, controversial, but he's kind of an average director when you look at his you know his filmography, right? You know, there's there's more. There's good. There's like ten good movies. Let's let's say five. Maybe he has like twenty mm-hmm. movies. There's five good movies, and then there's five bad movies. When he gets outside of his his comfort zone, th- th- this is his comfort. Zone. Yes, gentleman was his comfort zone. Uh, uh, British uh, uh, gangster, yeah, uh, thriller or action. Um, yeah, like snatch, with like yeah. It snatch this uh lock stock and two lock stock barrels. yeah um gentlemen uh and that's where he makes his best movies yeah it's when he goes and does other properties that aren't like his like in his universe yeah you know of, of crazy um british gangsters and every one of his movies that are his like leave something behind like you know um, uh, like you know, Brickhouse or whatever his name was in Snatcher, you know, yep. the way he talked and everything. So, I um, yeah, he's his average is average. Yeah, but I think when it's his movie, almost a hundred, like written, directed, and you know, produced, I think that's when he steps in, and I think that's when he does. Like above average. Yeah, I think you know, he, he gets into a different zone. Yeah, I think his hits are great movies. Like not yeah. not just good. Like they're great movies. Some of those movies you could probably teach like a film class on. Um, and mm-hmm. even just like his approach to the the British gangster genre um, that mm-hmm. he kind of revitalized. Right. Like without Guy Ritchie, I don't think we would have had Peaky Blinders and you know Luther. And, right. And all the yeah. you know the intense shows that are coming out on you know peacock and whatever all these british shows that are are being you know mainstream now but then you look at like aladdin and i know that's more disney than him where he had to take a lot of notes and there are a lot of Mm -hmm. expectations you look at uh, the king arthur movies or the king arthur movie at least that he did um that was trash um that was (laughs) one of the worst movies i've ever seen um man from uncle i don't know how i feel about that one i know it's 
it if right. I have to sit down and rewatch it a couple of times to really just make my opinion That's on the, it. Uh, all those other ones obviously have a lot of hands in the pot. Yeah. That that, and he can't get to the like his classic plot twist and yep. dialogue and and multiple. <clears throat> Looking at a situation from multiple directions. Yep. That's how, you know, and flashbacks to the beginning of the movie. Oh, that's kind of like his, his plan. It's in this, it's in everything he does that, that, that's well, that's good. Yeah. When he, and, but when he does Aladdin, obviously he can't, he can't do that. He can't, you know, have the, the same type of storytelling. And yeah, the, the, the man from uncle could have been because it is a, a kind of a British spy-ish yeah. type of movie he could have done it that way and he could have you know uh put his spin on it but yeah I, I you know to an extent that any director that can say that they have multiple classics yeah. like like classic hits like lock stock two smoking barrels and snatch are classics yep. like Anywhere you would ever go that they're like the, you know, they're in people's like all time list. Yeah. Um, so to say that he's an average director might be um, <clears throat> some a little short. Yeah. But I mean, because anybody would would like just to have one classic in there. Um, and and I, I think Gentleman's up there, too. I think. Yeah, I love Gentleman. I think a- that was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I think that's you know it's early, but I think that's when it's that could definitely become a classic. And they're talking um, about making a TV show based off it, which I'm here for a hundred percent. Yeah, as long as like you yeah. have the same cast, not like obviously you can't bring Henry Golding back. Spoilers for a gentleman that came out two years ago. Yeah, but y- you never know. Maybe <laughs> maybe average wasn't the right word. I as a director, maybe just like his catalog. You know, it's yeah. it's kind of 50-50 is what I was actually trying to get to. It's 50-50 where yeah. there's good movies and there's bad movies. There, are, I guess there aren't any average movies. It, he just either makes great movies or he makes bad movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but his Sherlock movies were actually pretty good. And that's a... Well, I do actually like it. That's Sherlock a big IP a that, a lot again, a lot of hands in the cookie pot. I just get, yeah. you know, when he took Aladdin, it was more like why in my mind. It's like, why the right, hell are you right. taking Aladdin? And, and maybe that was for well, his kids. I, you know... Sherlock is is kind of falls into his um, purview, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of the dingy underground of of London. Yeah, and it just he turned it into a period piece and came out, you know, with what he did. And I I liked Sherlock. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe mm. maybe I just don't like Aladdin and King King <laughs> Arthur. I got to go back and watch his stuff. But the gentleman gentleman may be my favorite by him. Yeah. It's a movie I go yeah, back to. The, I, I've watched it like five or six times. Yeah, I, I, it's up there. It's for me. I know you know purists might not uh, see it this way, but it's up there with Lock, Stock, Two Spoken Barrels, and and Snatch. I yeah. think Snatch. Uh, you know, I would have to watch them together, like one after the other. Snatch is way up there for me. Yeah, Snatch. Uh, like Snatch is great. Snatch is on my some of my own all like. That's an all-timer for me. That's like maybe my top ten movies. Yeah, okay. That's high um, praise. High praise for that. Yeah, I, I love Snatch so much. Uh, and I, I think it would hold up, but Gentleman was so good. Yeah. I think it was like, Gentleman was a more polished version. Snatch is early, but yeah. Gentleman was kind of like a more, you know, 
um, get quote unquote better actors and better production. And, yeah. you know, I think it's, you know, a culmination of everything he's done. And I think it might've just be just a little bit better polished, better looking movie. So yeah, it's hard. It's definitely more evolved for sure. Yeah. And like, we can't forget about an underrated gem, a rock and roller. I, yeah, I, yeah, I love rock. And it's also another good one. So, you know, his top five, man, you're looking at snatch lock stock, uh, smoking barrels, gentlemen, rock and roller and and maybe the movie we're going to talk about today uh which maybe. fits his wheelhouse and that is wrath of man starring jason statham and the resurgence of josh hartnett i felt like i was in 1996 <laughs> and i saw him i was but we're gonna spoil it. we're just gonna we're gonna get out there and spoil it yeah um, this movie is not in theaters anymore i don't believe you can watch it on amazon prime uh for yeah. 5.99 which is which is a steal because in, in the end of the day i like this movie Right. Um, there's yeah, times so where, you know, we were talking about Guy Ritchie's career. Uh, J- the same could be said for Jason Statham. Uh, there's movies where he just excels in the transporters yeah. and, and this and, you know, the Guy Ritchie stuff that he's done. Uh, and then there's movies where you're like, ah, oh, why did you take that movie? Uh, <laughs> or it's just like it's John Wick all over again. Right. Jason Statham was John Wick before John Wick. Right. He was the guy who was, yeah. he drove the cars fast. He was getting it. He had a certain set of skills. You know, he was before taken and all these older, um, like vigilante justice movies. Like right for a while he was, you know, he was our action hero and mm-hmm. like he was your, your British bad boy. And he came back with this one. You know, this was, I saw the trailer for it and I was like, I want to see this movie. And I know that when Statham works with Richie, it's going to be good. Uh, although you didn't yeah. like Revolver. Uh, maybe it's when Jason Statham doesn't have hair and works with Richie. Yeah. It's going to be good. But um, tell me your thoughts on uh, Wrath of Man. We got it. It, it's, it, it starts with all good, good guy Richie movies um, are – they're not linear. Yeah. Like, they're, they're a little wobbly. Uh, time-wise and it's kind of like his to to pull off the the flashbacks to the you know and 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 the seeing it from a different direction the story from a different direction and um you know we give a lot of credit to Shyamalan for his twist but um there's a lot of good twists in Guy Ritchie movies yeah a lot of good uh um you know, you, you know, I, I, I like this because it doesn't have any heroes. It's all bad guys. Yeah. Uh, we have, you don't get a lot of, a lot of movies like that. Like with, with no, like it definitely has a protagonist, but he's not a good person. He doesn't even try to be. No, not even have, like he's a murderer. He's yep. a murderer and a, and a thief. Yeah. So. He kills. He kills everybody indiscriminately. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he kill he's killing people from the boys. He's killing people from um, you know, post Malone gets killed immediately <laughs> like immediately. When he popped up, I was like, Oh, we're wa- am I watching Spencer Confidential? Like where what what's what is happening? But I I mean sometimes sometimes you when there, there's a movie and it's got a bad guy as the protagonist, they'll do something redeeming to keep you on their side yeah but he doesn't he doesn't ever really do that mm. like he's a he's a a thug all the way through like he never ever tries to redeem himself for the audience and, yeah um and he's he starts off by just making fun of josh hartnett 
He just yeah. comes in and he's just like, I don't like you. I, I'm just here to do a job. And, they're, you know, they're doing their, like, Americanized British jokes, like, because, you know, you want tea and crumpets and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think this is the third movie that he, Guy Ritchie's done that it, the main setting is in America. And this was also a movie where, like, the bad guys of the bad guys, like, you you knew, like, Jeffrey Donovan, Laz Alonso, mm-hmm. uh, our boy, Scott Eastwood, uh, who... <laughs> wasn't great in this but he i think this is the role for scott eastwood right yeah like just that i don't think douchebag yeah asshole like that's that's scott eastwood he doesn't have leading man credentials no not at all i think this is perfect for him and your your comment about the the not being linear is great because when when you go into a guy Ritchie movie you know that you're gonna go from you know current day three days ago five days later seven months before <laughs> nine months later like you're you're going on a full year trip in an hour right. and a half and you have no idea where you're going to end up and the movie just yeah. starts on it like it's present day or not even present day it's when jason yeah, well, Statham uh, gets the job yeah yeah and we yeah. and we meet bullet um who didn't think he was going to be the the patsy or the the informant did you see him being the the inside man no, no. Uh, well played. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't see that coming. I um, thought for sure it was going to be Josh Hartnett. I think they just like, they let him out there and yeah. I bid on it and I was like, oh, you're the bad guy. Yeah, he was such a, he was such a, um, he's so smileless and he was such a, yeah. he was such a soft character. like. And with a name like Boy Sweat Dave, I was like, yeah. I was like you are absolutely <laughs> the inside man. I, and I just, I love that like. Guy Ritchie in this movie just created like H had a hierarchy of people like he was a, a mob boss essentially, but he had inside people who were going to like that that woman yeah. who helped him get information. Then he had Andy Garcia, who uh, is back from the dead. And he's just in there, you know, saying like, listen, just take these scumbags out and we'll pardon you. Uh, and the whole time you're like, something's happened to him. But what's happened to him? Right. And then what is it? You know, chap- he goes chapters. Guy Ritchie went chapters in this one, right? So what was yeah. it, like chapter three as we find out that uh, H's son was gunned down by Scott Eastwood? Yeah. Like three quarters of the I, way into the movie. I will say, um, although we said there is no hero, Jeffrey Donovan is the closest we get to a hero in this, even though he's the leader of the actual thieves. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's the only one I see as, like, a a a leader or a, a good, good-ish person. Oh, but, I don't know. You know. I don't know. Uh, H, I think H has heroic qualities in the sense of, like, he's searching for the crew that's killing, yeah. who killed his son, right? And he stumbles upon those brothers who deal with uh, sex trafficking, child porn, and, and all, like, the, the scum of the earth. Like, he deals with them. And they like brutally kill them, and yeah. they, instead of taking all the money, and again, like the his lead man was like, "Listen, boss, we're losing a lot of money on this," and they came into what like two point five mil with these these, yeah. these sex yeah. offenders, and they gave it to the girls. They're like, "No, nah, that's not our money. Give it to the victims." So I think that that's yeah. you know a little more of a heroic quality as opposed to you know Jeffrey Donovan, who you know his wife is the bread earner, and he's deciding like, "Oh, well, let's just rob banks." <laughs> true you know what i mean there's yeah we live in a world where you can make like 15 bucks at target <laughs> yeah, you can still contribute you don't have to rob banks to you know be successful 
Yeah, true. Yeah, but the whole the whole play to get to where we were with you know it being Scott Eastwood and like you know that he's going to be the bad guy is what I enjoyed about this. Like, yeah, they showed you the the robbery was the first thing that we saw right, and we hear like we just hear the the gun the machine gun going off multiple times. And we don't know what's happening. And then we finally flash back to when H goes to pick up his son and, you know, he's on holiday in America and he takes him and he's like, listen, I got to got to do one work thing because people called and he's scouting the same truck that's being robbed or the same yeah, company that's yeah. being robbed. And then we see him getting mur- his son getting murdered. And then at this point, I'm like, I again, I was lost in time because his son's murdered and then he's running back and he gets shot nine times he gets he gets shot like 50 <laughs> cent and he's just laying there dead and i'm like okay where are we at this movie what's gonna happen right yeah and there you go he's <clears throat> it, you know 14 months later he's got a job doing pull-ups and <laughs> you know sleeping with the only girl on shift and you know thre- extorting her to get information it was well played yeah you, you don't always know what's going on like and that's a good thing about yeah. his movies is you can make assumptions, and some people probably didn't bite. Other people did. Some people probably bit in a different area than other, you know. And and uh, bullet, you know, I I I start to have this feeling that him and bullet were gonna like be friends or yeah. something. Yeah, we were gonna lose bullet one way or another. Mm-hmm. And but then to see how you know what really happened, um, that kind of surprised me and. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of weird because he does throw out, like, a Jan character who is a horrible human being and a scumbag from the very start yep. and stays that way the whole movie. And you're like, okay, th- things don't change for him. So yeah. it's it's it does keep you on your toes about his storytelling, the way he, he pretend, you know, puts his gang warfare. And, and how many plots that we have to pay attention to, like. Yeah, we're watching everybody. Um, like you're, you're feeling like you. You're feeling for Jeffrey Donovan's character. You know what I mean? And like, I don't think anybody but Clint is dealing is caring about Scott Eastwood's character. But as he's, you know, he he hit the the trope right where there's always that one renegade of the group. You know, there's always that guy yeah. who once he gets a little bit of money, he's gonna go wow, off the rails and become selfish. And I think Scott Eastwood, like this, may be Scott Eastwood's best role. Yeah. Um, and, you know, very little dialogue. He had his moments. He's cursing and he's yelling and he's hollering. Uh, and he has his, his moments where he's like, he says like the, the villain lines like, oh, never turn your back <laughs> on me. Or like stuff like that. But like to your point with Bullet, as I'm watching this, I'm, I'm looking at Chelsea and I'm like, Bullet is going to be let into the circle with yeah. uh, H. And he's going to be the one to to help him get revenge. Because mate, like even when he revealed like, I'm the inside man. I was waiting for H to say, well, that crew killed my son and bull to be like, Oh shit. Yeah. I remember when that happened. You know, if it were my kid, if it were my daughter or my son, like I wouldn't want that to happen. I mean, we still kind of got that bullet offered him H a way in. Yeah. Not, not knowing who he really was, but, um, he was willing to let him become part of the crew. But, um, yeah, it, it was. I I had bullet pegged as H's eventual partner and friend. Yeah, but yeah, 
I never thought that Boy Sweat Dave was going to be the guy who, <laughs> you know, goes out on his flag. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, he wets his pants the first robbery, and then H just gets out and just starts blasting everybody, you know, headshots. And the boss, he goes back to uh, Eddie Marson, who is, you know, Guy Ritchie's guy, and he's like, what are you doing? Like, you're supposed <laughs> to just call the police. You have a gun for last resort. And he's like, nah, man, we have to use this. And then in walks the, you know, Andy Garcia, and he's like, yeah, this – or no, it's uh, it's Peter from Deadpool yeah. walks in, yeah. and he's like, this guy – give this guy a raise. <laughs> you know, vigilante owner, justice. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was great. Like, you, like you, you not only get a – like an internal struggle with like within a gang of robbers, you have a, the wrath of the man, right? But you also mm-hmm. get like a little bit of a uh, an office comedy, like <laughs> like you're seeing like where's the HR department? Like why isn't HR right. coming up and talking to to H? You know, and all these all these uh these constant robberies where they're like, yeah, you need to, you know, you've been robbed. You need like some time on the couch with a doctor. And then the boss is like, "No, hell no! We need him back on the streets because we can right. do this again." Were you were you kind of confused when? Because I think they left a, I think he left a loose string, and it was when the cars, the trucks getting robbed, and H goes out there and it's his people. We never revisited that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that scene where you know he looks right at his his right hand man in the eyes? And he turns around and he's like, oh, shit, let's get in the car. They never revisited that. I think it was the, the second yeah. robbery. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Because he uh, super takes yep. his, his mask off. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out where we did, like, did that ever pan out? I don't think we ever went back to that. Like, it went to... Well, like, I'm wondering... I think it went... Now, I may be lost because it's been like three weeks he, since I watched this. But Was, was it, he a bank robber? Who? H? Yeah. Yeah, they were he dealt with uh like they were armored truck robbers. Okay, so maybe it and was bank just, robbers. Right. Maybe he was they just were doing their work and these were just different, you know, it was just a different set of bank or armored truck robbers. Well, I mean, uh, you know what I mean? Super was with them, right? And they had already scouted like the day that H's son gets killed. They were scouting right. that company, right? So they knew that the plan was to to rob those trucks. It just like I feel like that we dealt with more flashbacks of H and Super, and we never dealt with present day H and Super, and like what happened with that. You yeah. know, did he just say like, "All right, we're disassembling the band. I'm going solo," and you know, Black Sabbath, Ozzy, and or did he say like, "Keep doing your shit," and didn't even let him know that he's the man on the inside? Like that was it was kind of weird because. It's the second robbery. He's bla- like he gets out. He starts blasting fools. He sees Super, and they go back. And it's like, well, he they just turned around and ran away. And he's like, yeah. But there was True. never any follow up on that. So I was, True. you know, does that in does that go like maybe we get a prequel? Do we? Well, get- uh, that's I think. Um, <clears throat> I, I think it might just be that they were doing their own work. Yeah. At that point. Um. Under his name, whatever, but yeah. you know they they were making their own money, doing their own work, and I think they came across them oddly enough. But um, yeah, I mean that could have been expanded on a little bit. I think I, I didn't. I remember seeing that and having the same reaction. Like I don't. When is this gonna? Because we had already seen Super. We had been yeah. introduced to Super and his and his crew. Because that was after all the flashbacks, right? 
Yeah. And we see, like, we know, like, that that's the crew, and, like... That's after, yeah, because they'd already, they'd already killed Post Malone, and... And, and the pedophiles, yeah. they went through all, the like, so. you know, they grab that guy out of his house, and they bring his, his wife into it. Like, it's just, like, that's when I think Guy Ritchie, again, is, is at his, his best. When he hits you with the the deep dark underbelly of a mob of a gang of of anything like i think i think he needs and this is this is my rant about guy Ritchie and my suggestion from a guy who's never made a movie um mm-hmm. i think he should stick in stay in his lane because he's great at it yeah like he needs we need more of this stuff and like expand on this like he set us into what could be a universe yeah, well, here, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I'm sure there's some. Oddly enough, we ne- we didn't do any research on this. I'm sure there is plenty of fan theories on on, you know, Negroni theories yeah. if this is their own universe and how it all would line up. Um, I, I, it's not too unbelievable, but I mean. He has gotten like with the gentleman, it's the largest pot dealer in the United Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, that's it, it's it's hard to ignore that guy. And then you have the other older gangsters in the other movies. But yeah, I mean, he is a, a one and done story wise. Like he just leaves it. Uh, the TV shows, which I think he's had like three, right? I don't know. Didn't he have one? I think he had one for Snatch. Did he? In like two thousand, yeah. I think uh, like I think he's been given like a couple TV shows here and there. Was, for... What was it on? Like Crackle? No, they they, they <laughs> remade they remade Snatch with uh, Ron Weasley. No. Yeah. That yeah, because make any if, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. If you look at let's here we go to IMDb. Not a sponsor, right. so no free shoutouts. Um, <laughs> Guy Ritchie, Wrath of Man, The Gentleman, Aladdin. He did a Beats by Dre commercial, King Arthur, The Man from Uncle, High Club, uh, Hague Club, that's a cologne, so we're going to skip all his colognes. He did uh, Sherlock Holmes, Game of Shadows, Sherlock Holmes, Rock and Rolla, Revolver, The Hire, Swept Away, Star, Snatch, Lockstock, uh, and Two Smoking Barrels, and The Hard Case. That was it. Um, He, hmm. so there was a, there was a TV show uh, on Get This. Crackle, <laughs> called Snatch, which was based on the characters of Snatch, starring okay. Rupert Grint, who played Charlie Jesus. Cavendish. All right. Well, that probably was unwatchable. I've actually heard that it was pretty good. Uh, yeah? Yeah, I think uh, Martin Freeman was in an episode or two. I oh. mean, it, it got 21 episodes. It got three seasons. Yeah. In it, England, that's pretty good. Well, it got two seasons. I'm sorry, and the third one is still in the works, so it must have got coveted. Yeah, but I didn't know what Crackle was for a little bit there. Uh, I I I had Crackle. I'm sure I had it, but because there was a free version. Yeah, <laughs> it's never, like Peacock, I, there right? Was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing. Nothing on there. It was uh, it was Sony's version of Crackle or of Peacock, oh, okay. essentially. So. Let's let's go with a rating on this movie, but then I want to ask you a couple qu- a question about like actors that you would like to see Guy Ritchie work with. Okay. All right. So, what do you give um, the? I was about to call it the gentleman, Wrath of Man. Uh, I'm gonna give this a four. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, four. It was um, 
And I think I like this more than a lot of the, the critics. And like I said, I this is um I'm I am this kind of guy Richie yeah, fan. Likewise. Um yeah, so I really liked it. Um I th- I think it's it's as good as his um you know, other stuff like rock and roll and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I, I you know, still snatch and, and the gentleman hold a you know, and lockstock are still great, but yeah. you know. So this do you, is really good too. Does this make top five? Yeah, I think it has to. Um Sherlock, man, that that like Yeah, I was just thinking about that, thinking about Sherlock. The first Sherlock was great. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. If I would so, I would put this right on the outskirts. Yeah, this might be six. I would have to go through them, but yeah, this is um my one, two, three are obviously easy. And Sherlock and rock and roll is really good. Yeah, I think rock and roll is probably my fourth. Yeah. I'd go I'd go snatch the gentleman, Lockstock, Rock and Roller, Sherlock, Wrath of Man, Sherlock Two as seven. Okay. And then Revolver. And then whatever the hell <laughs> else he's done. Okay. So you're a Jason Statham fan in this type of in this sense, right? Not in Hobbs yeah. and Shaw. We've already talked about that. Um, also, fun fact: I have seen F nine. Oh uh, yeah. Yep, it's just as bad as we predicted it would be. Uh, so at some point, still we're still gonna make like a kajillion dollars. Yeah, at some point we're gonna have to we're gonna have to review yeah. it because I have I have a lot of thoughts on it. But this actually, Wrath of Man, we didn't even go over the scores. Uh, Sixty six on the fan on the critic score. So certified fresh movie, um, ninety two on fan score. So people okay. are, are really digging this movie, and, and I'm here for it. So let's say Guy Ritchie, which he I know he has some stuff coming out. I think uh, one of them is Aladdin 2. He's got the Gentleman series that um, has been announced, but you know I don't know when that's ever going to come out. Or it, it says in production, so who knows. Then he's got the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Whoa. Empire Rising and an unknown doc, um, unknown Guy Ritchie film. So, okay. who are some actors that you would like to see Guy Ritchie work with? And I, I mean, he, we could go rework too because I was, you know, uh, if say reworked Idris Elba for sure. He's uh, he's one yeah. of mine. Um, I I think a couple obvious ones are um, Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy rework, right? Mm-hmm. I think he was, yeah. Um, Kit Harrington, yeah. Um, I'd like to get him. He'd fit somewhere in in, in the street gangs. Kind of an off the wall one, but maybe. Um, what's his name from uh, the Hobbit? Martin Freeman. Not the Hobbit. No, not the Hobbit. Uh, um, the other movie, Lord of the Rings. Orlando Bloom. No, uh, Viggo Morten- Viggo Mortensen. No, the main uh, Elijah Wood. Yeah. Oh, oh, that would be a fun one. It'd have to be a horror because yeah. I feel like he only does. I don't know if it'd now. be a horror. I think he. I think Elijah Wood could be, uh, a ga- like uh, a gang leader. Easily, oh, like a little patsy, like a little. Yeah. Well, or you know, a gang leader you wouldn't expect, like you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I think. And Elijah Wood is is willing to play anything. Yeah. Like as long as he has a little bit of control of it, he's made all his money. So, um, I think it would just be neat to have him in it. And you know, he's he's unafraid to play like a, a, a you know crazy part. So yeah, I think he put a lot into it. 
I'd like to see him work with, um, obviously the ones that you said, um, Cillian Murphy. Oh yeah. Um, I'd take a shot in the dark, but I'd like to see him work with Liam Neeson. Oh yeah. Like, I, as, like I, the, I really the would... patriarch of something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The head of a family. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Hiddleston oh. would be great. Yeah. Now you could just cross off all of the, like Chris Evans. Like if we're going to go Americanized <laughs> actors, I'd like yeah. to see him do something with Chris Evans because I think Chris Evans brings so much versatility uh, because yeah. like, and we, we, most people know him from Captain America, but if you go to like Knives Out and you look at um, what he did with defending Jacob, like I think there's a lot th- of versatility there. And I, th- I think when we watched Knives Out, we made a bit of a comparison to some, to, to, uh, old guy Richie movies. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, definitely uh, has potential there. Um, anyway. I'd also like to see him work with Kate Blanchett. Oh, yeah. Because I think like a lot of his movies um, really don't represent female characters the greatest. Uh, we saw it better in yeah. like um, The Gentleman, where like she was yeah. like a boss ass bitch. But I'd like to see them do a little bit more with. I'd like to see him do a little bit more with like these world class actors. Like Helen Mirren yeah. was in Fast yeah. Nine, right? Could you imagine Guy Ritchie doing a uh, right. matriarch version of <laughs> of like a, of of the gentleman, but with with ladies? Like it would be like I don't, I think it would be better than Ocean's Eight when they tried to make remake that. I'm not just saying like do the, well, the I, ladies. I, I think it was in Revolver where the, the crime boss was a woman. Yeah, um, but how long ago was that? And that was, I think that was, um, that was because of Madonna's influence on it. Yeah. I mean, if there's a positive thing, I guess it's that. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that is a, a glaring blind spot that he doesn't really portray. I don't know if it's intentional, but they are just background characters. Yeah. Like you, even the women in this is not even his love interest it's a woman he takes advantage of yeah and the other one so, was just a little bit of a helper for a second yeah right um, so if we're gonna go rework henry cavill yeah I, I think man from uncle was when people were like oh he was in immortals he's great he's superman he's great but like henry cavill is great great and i think a lot of, i'd like to see yeah and I, I think he's better now than he's ever been for sure you know um, but he, even though he he's oddly he's gotten into the action hero shape, mm-hmm. he's actually a better actor now than he has been in the past. I think. Yeah. Um, so, I think there's a uh, any of the any of the doctors. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, Matt Smith could use a a little yeah. bit of help there. <laughs> uh, Karen Gillian. True. Like, come on, I mean, she's she's doing bad. Her and Lena Headey, like, if they both joined a Guy Ritchie film, um, set in separate universes, would be amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. They, uh, and, you know, maybe you know that is true that there there needs to be more. Um, we don't have enough like powerful women. It, it, the gentleman had, you know, like you said, his wife. Um, but that but was really it. not not yeah. That's I mean that might be it. Like, um, and she still needed a ra- like he still needed a rape scene to or a potential rape scene to make yeah. uh, Michelle Dockery powerful. You know, it's yeah, a- I, I and uh, you know it. I, I guess you could just say it's it's a male dominated, you know, scape like the 
the street gangsters. Oh, but... I don't know, man. Peaky Blinders is, you know, yeah. if you dive into that world, and I don't want to spoil it because that's a phenomenal series, but. You know what? I haven't yeah. watched it yet. It's good. So... It's really yeah, good. Yeah, I might start. Maybe I'll start today. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, every woman you said is actually really good. Yeah. Um, because he always has uh, a patriarch or, you know, some an older person in a role somewhere. Yep. And um, I, I think Andy Garcia kind of was like that in this, yeah. even though he, you know, he doesn't look as old as he is. I think he's he might be like 70. He looked about the same 60. age as Jason Statham. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, um, are they twins? But I know he's he's a lot older than that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. And, and, but every, you know, has some type of older person playing a powerful role in it, and you know, like Hugh Laurie could do a great yeah. job. I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's perfect and can fit the comedy and the seriousness of a, of a role. So, um, yeah, even Denzel, yeah. I'd like to see what he could do with Denzel. Oh yeah. Definitely. I mean, he 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 did great with Matthew McConaughey. I mean. Denzel's world's better than I do. I, I do like his new direction is sort of kind of bringing in. I mean, he he did bring in Americans and all the other ones. Yeah, the jeweler was an American, right? Yeah, the yeah, um, but yeah. So he always brings in like one or two. Yeah, but definitely definitely more women. Uh, Amelia Clark comes to mind. Um, I could just keep naming british and you know <laughs> european and australian actresses and actors but um the reason why i brought up more women is this movie was supposed to star sandra bullock and yeah. where that's what i thought like would it have been called like wrath of woman and she is the h because h is the star would she have been andy garcia's character like where Maybe. does she where does she fit into this or is she scott eastwood's character <laughs> no Nothing I see is written for her. No, not at all. If anything, and, it's Andy Garcia to me. Yeah, you're not going to bring her in to play a bit part. No. Um, and if it's Andy Garcia, do they have chemistry? Is there uh, is maybe. That on the table? I honestly, I honestly think that not Andy Garcia. And yeah, <laughs> that would have been a great movie. Uh, yeah, whatever. I honestly um, think that they would have wrote it for Sandra Bullock being H. Really, and that was yeah. I I think that that was because there's I, there's and, one star uh, in the movie, you know. Sandra it, Bullock could pull off a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, but she's not she's, she's not actress. a bullet, right? Like, no. do you bring her along to be bullet? Uh, is she Jeffrey Donovan's character? Maybe the leader of, you know, ex Marine comes but back. That's a, yeah, that's why I'm having hard because it's rare that you get women in special forces roles like that yeah. like they kind of seem to be um our mistake not theirs but um oh what was the movie we just saw where there was a woman in special forces was it, it not the old was it the old guard no no no, no. oh i'm gonna be thinking old about guard this. they were she was oh it, it's it, without it, remorse yeah yeah yeah, yeah. with uh, i mean i MBJ. think i think we I'm not up on it, but I think there's a few. But my point is, like, I don't. I, I'm having a hard time seeing what character would have been written for her, and yeah. I'm sure they would have changed it. The most disposable one is Andy Garcia, but that's that that you know, if you bring Sandra Bullock on, you want to make her have a bigger role. Yeah, I think that's kind of a bit part. Yeah. Or is she Peter? Oh, 
Maybe. I don't know. I was know. thinking about that too, but or is she is she plays super. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she plays the second. Yeah. As lieutenant. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll never know. But that's it, man. <laughs> We're gonna get out of here. Shorter episode because, you know, we've got a life and we gotta get we gotta watch what we're going to talk about next week, and that's Heels uh, on Stars, starring our boy Stephen Amell. Uh, it's going to be a wrestling episode. We haven't done a wrestling episode in no. in a little bit. I thought it was going to we were going our next wrestling episode was going to be when we go to AEW, but yeah. we'll do another one. But we're going to be talking wrestling next week. Um, if you have stars and 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 you know knock on something that it happened because the way things are going. Yeah. Uh, it, it might not, but yeah, maybe twenty 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 three, where you know twenty twenty three when we will finally have our wrestling episode. But next week we're gonna watch yeah. heels. Make sure you watch it because we're gonna spoil it. Uh, follow us on social media. Listen to the other shows: Active Geek, Gauge My IQ, and uh, here's twenty dollars. Buy yourself something nice.